0: Eddie Penny spent 20 years in the US military, first as a Marine and later as a Navy SEAL assigned to the Navy Special Warfare Development Group, DEVGROUP, better known as SEAL Team 6. In this episode, I speak with Eddie and gain insight into what an unafraid mindset is all about and how helping other people develop and grow has had a hugely positive impact on his own life and mindset. Pull up a sandbag and enjoy. Eddie, thank you very much for coming on the show and welcome to The Cage.
1: I love it, dude. I love the, the setup. It's awesome.
0: Thank you very much. Um, first of all, I want to say uh, congratulations on recently getting married. Thank you. Thank um, you let's um let's start off with the the differences between uh british and u.s veterans because uh, yourself in particular you seem to have from my perspective you seem to have everything figured out um you you seem to you know know what you're doing in this veteran community so i want to take some uh pages from the uh from the eddie penny playbook so to speak and see if we can pass these words of wisdom on why do you think um u.s veterans uh tier ones like yourself seem to do veteran life um a little bit better than than the british veterans you seem to have almost a a celebrity status and an influence on, on on people why do you think that is
1: I I don't know, but I I do know, I know the guys that I've worked with have a specific type of mindset of like, I want the best. I want to keep going. I want to keep going to do the best. And I've worked with some SBS uh, counterparts and they're solid dudes. The difference between us over here and then uh, you guys, I I, I don't know. I I didn't know there, there was a difference um and it might just be media is more prevalent over here than it is i i don't know yeah uh i think i just know the ones that were just like go 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 and there's pros to the, and cons to that right <laughs> yeah. so it's like business is doing great family's not doing the greatest so it's like there's always a trade-off and it's really just trying to find that middle ground of what works but uh it's kind of finding that passion no matter where you're from it's like finding that passion like where do you excel at and what makes you happy a lot of us do do x y and z based off of the 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 dollar amount right which money is great and it's awesome but if you're miserable you're making everyone else around you miserable and that means your life is probably going in a miserable way and just don't do that don't go there that is one thing that i've tried to do it didn't always work that but i'm like hey man i'm not getting happy like my happiness is kind of taking priority over a dollar amount
0: yeah so how how important do you think uh veteran startups are like yourself with you know the unafraid mindset uh there's obviously we defy the norm you've got earth uh yeah. eagles and angels which obviously uh, a big fan of oh, how yeah, important awesome. How important do you think these veteran startups are for the veteran community, uh, for charity work and spreading awareness of perhaps uh, mental health uh, and TBIs and even physical injuries?
1: I think I think it's great. I think when, you know, my generation was coming up, there wasn't a lot of these uh, organizations or companies around and there wasn't there wasn't wars. Now we got guys where we just we just got done with a couple decade war wars. We both of us right, both countries and and multiple other ones, and we have all this experience. It is it is this, it, and I think that experience needs to get out. And the one way is to start up these organizations, foundations, companies, whatever it may be, uh, to spread that awareness. And honestly, if we really take a step back and look at it. It's helping the next generation kind of saying, hey, man, this is what we get. And we're now, maybe in the last couple years, starting to get people talking about that mental piece of like, hey, this trauma comes with it. I might not have got my leg blown off or got shot, but I've got some baggage and you just can't see it, but it's there. And if it, and if any veteran that has been in this community is honest with themselves, they'll be like, yeah, there's some... Uh, I got some stuff to unpack and I need to unpack it really good because it is destroying everything around me. And I can relate about that. And you know, that book right behind you, Unafraid, I talk about that a lot because I mean, it ruined and made my life hell and awesome. I went through a lot of hell, not realizing that the cause of that was from wartime situations. Uh, And then noticing that taking the steps to get that help. Is everything. And, you know, and the problem is we got We have a pride issue. We have an ego yeah. issue. You know, like, oh, I was a tier one Navy SEAL. I'm, I'm fine. I'm awesome. Everyone else sucks. I used to think like that. That's not true. That is so not true. And uh realizing that it's like, hey, dude, like being humbled. Like, hey, I need help. And I need help from counselors, therapists. I need this medicate or whatever it may be, this type of therapy to go get that and the whole mindset of is i'm okay is not okay yeah. i always thought like going to get help shows a sign of weakness it shows a sign of dumbness like being strong is going out to seek that help plain and simple
0: yeah the 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 strongest thing is first of all admitting you have a problem and then speaking about it that that takes real strength and courage
1: absolutely
0: absolutely uh one, one of the things my <laughs> my previous guest spoke about where me and her were both um suicide survivors um both ex forces, and obviously we we really connected on that, and it was um fascinating the the correlation between exactly how we were both thinking during that time and the reasons why we were doing said things, but if we'd have just talked about it at the time, if we'd swallowed that pride of hey I, I was in the forces I did x y z i'm okay, it's everybody else, then we wouldn't have got to that situation.
1: And and I'm sure you've heard this and I've heard this, I don't know how many times, I know you have, is you might say something like, man, I, you know, I was so angry at the smallest things. And then the guy next to you or girl next to you is like, I had the same thing happen. I thought it was just me. Yeah. And it's not, it's just one of the symptoms out there. And we just like chalk it up to this guy's a douchebag or whatever it may be. Like it's no, it's a lot of it's you, it's internal.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I think the more we talk about it, the more we have opportunities um, like this that like I'm trying to do with uh, Kit Cage, is to show that it is okay to talk about it for especially somebody like yourself, a uh, tier one operator, somebody that's an alpha male, a role model to uh, many, many people. It's okay to talk about these things. It
1: is okay. And and more guys need to, and I think more guys are, more guys need to, to rise up because Coming with this, uh, with this job or this profession, which is something you don't think about is people you are looked up to by the younger generation. And again, that's not something that you think about. But if we go back to when we were kids, and we watched the movies, we didn't have social media, or all these speaking events, we just had like, watching the the awesome dudes on TV, like taking it to the bad guys. We're like, I want to be that I want to be that. Well, we're kind of stepping into that role now because no one can go be an Avenger, right? No one's going to go be the superhero, but I can be that guy that's actually doing the real stuff on the battlefield. And we we kind of, it's kind of, I believe, I view it as it's kind of our duty to pass this stuff on and like, hey, just so you know, this can happen. doesn't mean to get you away from following in the footsteps, but it's just like, hey, be wary of this. It starts happening in your life. You need to reel it back in and take care of it.
0: Yeah. Because I think there's there's a lot of worry from perhaps that individual that if I admit that I've got this problem, I may be taken away from the job that is my life that has been my passion, but that's that's not the case anymore, is it
1: no i, I don't I can't really speak. I've been out for quite some times <clears throat> uh but i don't I don't think it is if you come like in seeking that help, that is definitely the lesser of two evils than keeping your mouth shut, bottling it up. And then we get situations of domestic violence, tons of bar fights, addiction, drinking pills, women. I mean, you know the deal. You know the, the laundry list. And the laundry list is extremely long yeah. uh, of bad things we can get wrapped up in.
0: Um, I don't know if you're aware of the the, the American TV program SEAL theme. Um, I am, yes. It's, it's touched a lot on the subjects that we've just been talking about, TBI, uh, mental health um how how do you think that has helped obviously it's brought a lot of it into to the forefront again dev grew um you know tier one operators i know it's fictional but again it it is real life situations people have been suffering with tbi um painkiller addictions uh the loss of uh, a limb um how do you think that that's helped even though it's fictional
1: I haven't seen all the episodes. I think I've watched maybe one or two of them like way back first season or whatever. Uh, and I mean, some of that stuff kind of stems certain things that I want to suppress <laughs> and not, and not get, uh, get riled up for, but if, if that's being put out, regardless if it's uh, if it is fake, cause it is fake, it's Hollywood, right? Yeah. Putting that out kind of gives it a taste of realness. And I think that that's awesome. It's not sugarcoating that it's all running and gunning and being the cool guy with, you know, sun class, sunglasses and flip-flops is that hey, there's there's baggage that comes with this profession. And I think that needs to be known and forever. I don't even remember hearing about this until I started myself having all this stuff happen. I'm like, it's you, not me. It's you, not me. Wait a second. Okay, okay. If this keeps happening, maybe it is me. All right, it's me. And then and talking about it, and it's and you're not alone you're not alone and this is not again to get people away from doing this profession because it's a phenomenal profession, but it's like, Hey, there's certain things I believe that we can do to mitigate tremendously that I never did. And yeah. It wasn't even around. I mean, you just didn't talk about it because you're weak, right? You're weak. Exactly.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, just, just circling back on to a point you just made there saying that, um, you know, not watching too much of SEAL team because it, it would, trigger you in some sort of way. Is is that something that still happens with you? Uh I'll
1: it depends on my mood. Sometimes like I won't watch certain movies anymore like Saving Private Ryan. That gets me um in certain parts. Yeah. And sometimes I I seek it to to feel it. I sometimes I seek it. It really sometimes I want to I want to feel it. And sometimes I don't want to feel it. It really just depends. But all in all, in general, I don't shy away from those type of videos. It's just like I kind of look at us like, Why well, do not want to go watch this show, which will guarantee be entertaining? Uh, but I've lived the life. Yeah, it's like a baseball player like watching a baseball movie over and over like dude i know the deal like i, I lived it over like i want to i want to learn something new like i want to watch yeah. a cooking show <laughs> but I, but sometimes they'll be like yeah i'll get i'll get caught on it like yeah i, I kind of want to like and then i'll be that's wrong that's not right oh you shouldn't have done this and i'll like critique everything yeah my wife my <laughs> wife gets so mad about it so that's why we don't watch a lot of them because she's out the door dude
0: <laughs> yeah. um so obviously, we alluded to earlier that you, you wrote this fantastic book. Now, uh, speaking to a lot of veterans that have wrote autobiographies, they've almost used it as a, a therapy session in itself, sort of unpacking the, everything that they've been through, seen, done, uh, taking it out of their head and putting it on paper. Now, was that something that you found helpful writing this book?
1: Absolutely, and to be honest, when I started writing this book back in I think it was 2014 15, is uh, I wasn't thinking about the therapy thing. I've heard about writing therapy or you know putting the pen to the paper, all that good stuff, but I was really wasn't thinking about that. I was really just like woke up in the middle of the night, like hey, go write a book. And I was like that's stupid. Like why would I do that? And after the like the the noise in my head was so loud to go do this got my pad of uh, paper and pen and propped up the pillows in the bed, started writing. And as I'm writing, I'm like, this feels good. Like this does feel good. So, and I've heard, and I know you have just by generation default is like, Oh, we don't write. We don't journal like that's So that's so stupid. You're so weak. What are you a girl? You like, you hear all the things I'll tell you this, that, writing taking your thoughts and putting on paper is like a safe outlet it doesn't hurt anybody else it is between you and god to be honest with you and that pad of paper it is awesome it is great i do it sometimes i take up scrap mail and i just write down some stuff that i'm not too happy about that would i would not want to say to someone else but i just put it there and i feel better and it's over Mm -hmm. i think it's very therapeutic yes absolutely
0: Excellent. Um have you, have you done that? Is that bit have you? Um I mean that there's plenty I could write about. Am I at the stage where I'm ready to write? Probably not. Um I I do jot down occasional thoughts and feelings. Um a document sort of small bits, but putting it into a book probably I'm not at that stage yet. Um Speaking of your book, um, Unafraid, you, you've taken that title and you've you've turned that into into your sort of veteran startup, haven't you? What at what point after the book being released did you realise this Unafraid? I can take that as uh, a mindset, as um a, a, as a branding. At what point did you decide that?
1: So, Unafraid, the brand was was started. Probably before we got crazy into the book, a couple months I think before or around the same time, Unafraid the book was not going to be called Unafraid the book. It just wasn't. It was I had in my mind it's going to be called Within War Forever. It, yeah. That's what it was. Within War, boom, boom, boom. And then when we get to the publishers, they're like, you know, it's you know, it's good. And I mean, I was set. And then, uh, and then the brand at the same time was doing pretty well. You know, it, we were kind of being known for the Unafraid, like heart and mind. Um, and Keith on a phone call with our publisher, Keith Wood, uh, our great friend and the uh, co-writer, the actual brains that made these beautiful words. He's like, "What about Unafraid?" And it was like light bulbs. It was like, "Okay, yeah, I'm in." And the public, the publicist or whatever their team is like. That's good. That's good. I was like, that's it. And I'm unafraid it is. And that's how it started. That's how we got it. And that was the last stage. It was within war up until wow. maybe five months before this thing was printed.
0: Unbelievable. Um, so obviously we, with this branding, you've been doing a lot of mentoring uh, and a lot of uh, public speaking. How have you found that? If obviously your are possibly you know you are saving lives in a different format you're you're saving lives through words now and through inspiration um how does that feel for you
1: it feels good i'm uh, i'm actually getting choked up as you, as you talk about that I, i'm thinking about i get messages daily of just people confiding saying thank you for this i was in your shoes i felt the same i'm sure you've heard the exact same things and 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 in the book, I talk about I talk about killing a lot and the feeling that I had, how awesome it was. I mean, I can't tell it was like the greatest drug in the world. I'm like nothing ever compared to taking a bad guy's life. And I and I still stand by that to this day. But huge but here, receiving these messages and seeing the light bulb go going off in people's minds and in their heart. Saying thank you, this has helped me so much. Yeah. It's the best feeling. It trumps any shot I ever took on any bad guy. It is the greatest, greatest feeling I've ever experienced. And I'm addicted to helping others, man. I've never thought I'd say this. I've been the I was the most self-absorbed piece of crap, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I'm very open about it, yeah. but uh, uh-uh, it's about others, man, and it makes me feel so good because at the same time, it's helping me as well. They're helping me. They don't even realize it. We're helping each other and that's community. That's what we're supposed to be doing, holding each other accountable, building each other up to go take on the world. Like, how can you beat that? You can't.
0: Exactly. Um, As you were talking there, it just reminds me of a a post you shared earlier uh, about the red and black ants. Mm. Um, I I found that fascinating. Um, It's a good one. Yeah. I I don't know if you just want to, if you know it, just, Share it with the viewers. Yeah.
1: And, and again, I, I shared this. This is not something I came up with. I heard about this a couple of years ago. I think I even posted. So, when all the the riots were going on, or, or, excuse me, peaceful protests were going on, and all that stuff, and we're, we're, you know, we hate you because your skin color is this, or that's what their, the narrative was. Yep. Is it, in, in the post that you're talking about with the ants, is if you take a 100 black ants, 100 red ants, and you put them in a jar together and let them sit there they're not going to fight each other but if you take that jar with the 100 red ants and the 100 black ants and you shake it up the black ants are going to attack the red ants because they think they're the bad guy and the red ants are going to attack the black ants because they think they're the bad guy but really it had nothing to do with the black or the red ants and it had everything to do with the person that shook that um that jar and that's the thing we're, we're fighting each other but it we didn't do anything to each other, and I can't obviously well what about that okay yeah, yeah yeah, I got it in general it's not it's not about that it's about someone else starting like pushing the button, yeah poking the bear that's what that's yeah. what's happening that's that's what the whole point of the post was, but it's very true it
0: it was brilliant it was such a lot when I saw it it was absolutely fantastic Sadly. it was just brilliant um obviously uh you you're quite a religious man um how important to you is that i know uh, america itself is a very religious country uh myself i'm quite a religious man uh how important is it to you and how has it played a role in your self-healing
1: it's definitely been number one and everyone here's religious like if they if you follow christ or love god or whatever they say you're religious i am not religious at all i'm more spiritual by anything like i believe christ i I have that relationship with christ follow god and all that good stuff, but uh, it has saved my life. It has saved my life. I've done just about everything possible to that I, I thought would help me, would save me, would do this thing, and to be honest with you, the only thing that has been the constant has been Christ. 100%. It is the one thing that I can rely rely on. I, humans uh, and 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 my wife knows this, like I cannot rely on my wife 100% of the time. She is going to, she's going to fail me and I'm going to fail her, not because she's a bad person, but because she's human. Yeah, Like she has flaws just like I do, just like you do, just like anyone listening to this podcast does. God, on the other hand, does not. He does not. He is always there. He is a rock. He's through any obstacle you're going through. If you think he's left you or not, he hasn't. And, and, and it says it plainly, that he will allow you to go through certain times that are very hard, those storms. But in the end of those storms, we look back, we're like, dude, I'm so much stronger. And I always put it this way. If I go back to beginning when I just came into the military and started the SEAL training, I did not know a lot back then. But after I did a couple deployments and all my training and I made it to my tier one unit, I was a pretty awesome operator. So all this training and trials and schools and rough times made me that good operator. And I still wasn't where I wanted to be or where I could be. It took more deployments, more learning from mentors, the others around me. Just like in anything we do, we, we have got to go, a football player, a baseball player, a lawyer. It, it, I mean, you, it all applies. And he lets us just do it as life in general. Like it's a bigger classroom. It's life. Yeah. Maybe it's the kids. Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's physical fitness. I don't know. Maybe it's food. It, it all comes together. He puts you through the trials and, and thank him for it. It's
0: awesome. Absolutely. 100% agree. Um, one of the things you just said was obviously physical training. Now, I, I know you've been training in uh, Muay Thai and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Um how important is physical fitness? Going to the gym, perhaps going for a, a mile run. How important do you find that to correlate with your mental health?
1: I uh when I do talks, I talk about unafraid mindset. That's kind of my go-to. That's kind of like the default that I really want to talk about because a lot I believe that your mindset is your foundation. Actually, it is your foundation. And one of the things that I always talk about is like your faith, your family fitness which can which is also bring in food and then fun right and i think those are like a big components that we need to have to have a clear mind uh and fitness i think it's huge i mean you can just if you work out okay i'll just obviously i can speak for myself because i know myself is if i work out my day is so much better i get the blood circulations i'm getting blood flow to the brain like it's just scientifically scientifically spiritually Physically, is going to be better for me versus if I sit on the couch, eat a box of donuts, and don't do anything. My yeah. taste buds love me, but the rest <laughs> of my body does not like me. And I, I think it's extremely important to do that. That doesn't mean you need to go jack steal for 14 hours. You just need to get movement. If that means you go do a walk, you go do a walk. That means you do uh, jujitsu, go do jujitsu, running, swimming, rock climbing, whatever it is. Like I, you Or go play basketball with your kids. That is physical fitness, and it's so good for you. Yeah. And and just, I think it's it's a very important. I think it is one of the top five things that to, for a good mindset,
0: for sure. Um, how are you finding uh, martial arts? Uh, and is there an end goal in mind that you're thinking of doing? Perhaps a, a Tim Kennedy and competing in mixed martial arts, or is it just purely a hobby?
1: First, 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 I'm I'm humbled by it. I am totally humbled. <laughs> For a for hundred, I'm like, I'm very helpful. I mean, there's guys that are lower, like younger than me, way less than me. And they own me in certain situations. It is extremely humbling. And I have much respect for jujitsu, Muay Thai, boxing, MMA, like all, all the, all those. I have mad respect for it all. Uh, uh, for competing. No, like I might do another, a couple more jujitsu competitions, yeah. I thought about doing like some smokers from Muay Thai, uh, but then going back to the brain health, I'm like, do I want to do that? Do I need to take any more to the brain? Uh, I do it more as a hobby to stay in shape. And if, I'm got, if I am can do cardio, I might as well do something where I can learn something. And yep. I just I like the camaraderie. It seems like a brotherhood kind of thing, which I miss from the teams. So yep. again, it's kind of a it's kind of a stopgap. But that's yep. that's why I do it.
0: Yeah, because um, martial arts itself was uh, military based. Uh, myself, I I do um, Shoto Kan Karate, uh, black okay. belt first, black belt first, dan in that. Oh, nice. Uh, and, and it's very military esque. It's it's very regimented. It's almost like doing drill uh, when you're doing certain movements and that. Is, is that something that attracted you to martial arts?
1: Um, I got started a friend wanted me to go do a uh like a video series on fighting and i was and i was like honestly like hey man i've been in quite a bit of bar fights like i'm definitely a brawler i'm not really i don't have the technique of a lot of disciplines um and he's like i was like i can hit really hard i know that (laughs) but uh but he's like hey let's uh, and i was like i'll I'll start training so I, i went and started boxing and I started boxing and I just started falling in love with it. I'm like, cool. I need to I need to incorporate some kicking. So I started doing Muay Thai more. And then I was doing boxing and Muay Thai. And then and then my striking coach was like, hey, dude, you should probably do some ground game. And of course, like, I don't want to, I don't want to go get destroyed. I don't want to be humbled. My pride and ego were taken over. And I was like, and I had the self-talk, you know, um, with myself. I was like, Eddie, you talk about mindset, don't be your brand is unafraid. And here you are. Your 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 pride is stopping stopping you from going to a jiu-jitsu gym. And I'm like, you know what, self? You're right. And I went. <laughs> and and I've been, you know, been doing it ever since. So um we all go through we all go through the I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that. But once but often we find once we do it, we're like, man, I'm so glad I did it. Absolutely. And, uh, but but that's how it all started. And I did it way back, way back when for when I was at um, at our tier one unit. I did it for a couple of years, about a year and a half. And uh the only reason why I quit is cause it was my weightlifting was slacking and I just love Jack and Steel because it's my therapy. Uh but yeah, I should have stuck with it. Shame on me.
0: Um so obviously you you were saying that um you you had to talk with yourself to go to the gym because you were you were feeling something about your pride. Uh, One of the things that I can relate to with that is I've um, signed up for the reserves uh, for the RAF Regiment. Uh, Now, my previous time um, serving, I I have a bit of a a cloud with it. And I'm, I had to have a talk with myself about going in as the reserve. I knew you were going to say that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. It is uh, what it is, yeah um so yeah I, I can relate to that, but with a different aspect that yeah i I had to have a talk with myself, and um to be fair now i'm in I'm absolutely loving it um it's it's completely different to when I previously served, but still uh putting on that uniform again it's uh, its that pride
1: oh i i I had the same talk I just went the other way, I was like, man, I just want to cut my ties. I want to start a company. I want to do my own thing. I just like, we're starting to get into the bad taste of the, the politicalness was coming in heavy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I hear that a lot. I remember always hearing the word reserve, like, Oh, okay. Slacker. All right. Part timer. But it's what it's like, dude, it is what it is, man. Based off each person's life. I mean, that's great. I've heard nothing. I've heard pretty much the same thing from everyone. Like, I'm so glad I do it because I'm a part of it still. And, yeah. and now I'm back here. I'm like, man, I really wish I was just a part of it. Just a little bit. Just give me a taste
0: yeah and it's um it well, i was i was i'm in during a very historical moment because I've now served two monarchs uh I've served the queen and the king uh mm-hmm. and you know there's not going to be many people that that can say that uh in the coming years right um, um so obviously you 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 spoke about work life balance obviously myself full time job family and you know being in the reserves and then having hobbies. You've got this unafraid um, business, this veteran startup. Uh, obviously, uh, being in the, the public eye, you're doing things like this. You're doing podcasts all the time. You're doing your your one-on-ones with people. And you've got a family, um, you know, freshly married. How difficult is it for you finding the balance for for everything?
1: I've had to... And it hasn't always been like this. I've had to learn by trial and error, usually by error, is that I've had to put certain sanctions on my thing. Like, hey, I will only do one-on-ones during these two blocks throughout the week. Or I'm only going to do X amount of podcasts. I will only work on this, this project, like for contingent group, this much. I will only work on developing more gear and doing shipping and stuff this much. So I've had to, bring some back, but at the same time, you know, the things were starting to ramp up a little bit where i had to bring in other people to kind of take certain responsibilities so I can pull out and do what I'm more passionate about. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there is that fine line. And very often, which I'm reminded by my lovely wife is Eddie, you're getting, you're starting to get in you're, you're starting to do it again. I'll just make like, you are starting to do it again. And I know exactly what she's meaning because I'm like got like four cups of coffee and I'm sitting at my computer and I'm running around and trying to figure out things. And uh like a little freaking speedball on freaking Red Bull, man, just like try to get this. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. Uh, but I get she reels me back in, which I always don't like at the time, but I always appreciate afterwards. She keeps yeah. me accountable, man. and She keeps me accountable.
0: Uh, and I think that's one of the things about having a strong partner is, you know, working with each other, uh, and seeing things in each other and, and, you know, pointing them out in a constructive way. I think that that's, that's really good. Yeah. Um, so what's the future looking like for yourself then? Obviously with this branding, are we going to see an expansion? Is there going to be another book? Are we just going to be, uh, looking at a lot of, uh, mentoring and, and coaching and speaking? everything you just said (laughs) we're going
1: to um man i I gotta be honest with you and this is the first time i think i've really publicly talked about it so you're you're the you're the first one uh but the brand we're gonna keep growing we're gonna throw out more products and just let it or we're not going for huge pushes we're just organically letting it grow just let it go if people want it that's great uh we're gonna start doing more things for kids like lanyards, great, like stuff that they'll put on their backpacks, whatever it is, just to like. We got to hit that childhood, I believe, and like I yep. really need to want to start putting out products for based on children alone, um, so we can start there. And then for for the book, we're we actually started writing the second book, so we're we're in the process of that right now, awesome. um, and it, that's going to be. I'm really excited about this next one. It's going to be really good. A lot of mindset, a lot of stuff. We're pulling from the hot wash, and we're diving really deep into it. Uh, I won't give up too much into it. No, no. But the uh, but the mentorship and talking. I, I man, like I told you, from just receiving messages from uh, followers and friends and colleagues and just acquaintances and other humans around the world, and just saying like, hey, this is really, ha-, and just getting the impact and the feedback. It really feeds me, and man, I. This is so awkward to say from where I came from and where I am now. I really feel like I'm being called to, speak more of God's word, uh, yep. in church settings. And don't ask me why. Out of all people, I don't know why that is just being. I'm constantly. It's just like on my mind. I'm like, fighting it. I, I'm fighting it, and 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 he's not letting it go. And he's and he's gonna win. <laughs> but I mean, he always does. He always does.
0: Do. Yeah.
1: And uh I just like I really believe that's from being called. So i like, um like, you know, when all this is going on at a like a, a pastor, I did a podcast with, you know, a year, year and a half prior reached out to me. It's like, Eddie, I really he's like, I've been thinking about you for weeks. And he's like, I really believe I'm supposed to help you write your testimony and help you do sermons. And I was like, oh, stop. We won't call them sermons. We'll, we'll call battle cries because we're going to warrior approach. And just sure. to lead men to be men and children to stand up for who they are in Christ and own this, take this world back, man. I think that's where I'm supposed to be. And I'm as much as I fight it, and when I say I'm fighting it, um, I am getting slapped down every time. And they're like, What's a new idea, God? What's a new idea, God? And it's like, okay, <laughs> all right, God, I get it. So uh that's where we're going. That's that's where that's where this heart's going.
0: I think um that would lead towards a better society, wouldn't it? Um, you know, bringing think, yeah. people, that sort of teaching, going back to to the basics of reading the Bible and taking lessons from that. I think uh, that is going to be such an improvement for society, for our children and for our children's children.
1: Absolutely. And, and when I was growing up, I didn't really know anything about it and was actually scared about it all. Uh, But if we look at the things that are happening, there's one common denominator and it's the faith, the God, the Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the cross. It's it's like dissipating and good men need to rise up and implement it back the way it's supposed to be, the way it's written. And that's that's my calling. That is my new calling and new passion.
0: Um, Because too much these days, people are uh, are only turning to, to religion uh when they when they realize their own mortality and at, at that point it's it's too late isn't it we we want to be looking at those teachings at that way of life when we're young just as you're saying get, getting the kids involved get them in this unafraid mindset and and teaching them these these values at a young age haven't
1: yeah it, it's so weird it's so weird it's like when unafraid started, it, it it was like, let's, I mean, being unafraid of your faith, that was one of the principles of being like, don't be afraid to talk about your faith, like yeah. stand up for who you are, be you. And uh, as the brand kind of snowballed into a bigger entity is like, I noticed that a lot more crosses started coming up a lot more warrior type mindset, the cross with the warrior mindset started coming up. And I, I'm not like doing some shipping and packing some stuff with my son, Except trying to teach him like the kind of ways to do it, and I'm just like looking around the shipping room and I'm surrounded by God. And I'm like, how did this happen? I don't, I mean, I remember doing this product and I remember doing this product, but when I I never really s- took a step back, and I was like, everything is faith-based. I'm like, you have got the, oh my God, you've got the best sense of humor. Like, look at you, look what you just did to me. You you ambushed me and you you did them so well. <laughs> like, it's crazy, man. I didn't, like it got on us true. Like I, I did not realize that was happening and I, and I saw that and I'm like, all right, got you. So in our shirts, what we used to do is we used to have the unafraid logo with the size like printed on the inside of the shirt. So I was like, all right, we're changing that. So now we have the cross with unafraid, and that comes out of our newest shirt. That's gonna be coming out here in the next couple of weeks. Like, that's it, man. Like, we're we're not uh we're not faith-based, we're warrior-based, we're we're warrior for Christ based. Like, that's what we are, and that's who we're gonna stand up for, and we're not afraid of it.
0: So almost um Knight Templar-esque. Very much
1: braveheart, gladiator, the patriot, the men we're supposed to be called, and the women. We're supposed to be called. We're not supposed to be afraid of confrontation. As long as it's a righteous confrontation, that doesn't mean we go started as we know. But we need to hold our ground. And sometimes we need to advance forward, just like we do in combat. Yeah, I, I believe you take that spec ops mentality. I'm constantly told you take your spec ops mentality and you plug it away in Christ and lead yeah. men. That, dude, that's all I'm hearing. That's all I'm hearing.
0: Beautiful. Um, obviously saying you've, you've got all this merchandise that's available through your, your unafraid, uh, website, uh, yeah, which okay. I'll put a, a link in. Um, what sort of product lines are you looking at uh, uh, bringing out? Cause obviously you're saying that the, is, is that new logo going to be available through the, through the website?
1: Yeah, everything will be on the new website. And that's just the logo on the back, on the inside of the shirt, uh, shirt our label. That's going to be, all, all our stuff is ab- available online at eddiepenny.com or unafraidshop.com. Uh, but you can, yeah, the new stuff that we got coming out, I want to get some personalized Bibles that are freaking awesome. I wish I had mine here. We did a prototype. It's freaking sweet. Uh, some, some necklaces with like a shield. And some other, I don't want to give away too much details that I want to get going uh, and possibly like personalized, like leather bound notebooks, just to hold you accountable. I'm huge in that accountability. If I, if I have a plain notebook, that's just plain, it's not going to remind me of anything. It's not going to remind me to be this or that. But if I take that same notebook and I put something like just the word unafraid or a cross or a shield, or you are a warrior when I use my notebook, I pick it up to open that page. I'm going to see that every time, and it's going to trigger something up here and right here. That's going to be like, yeah, that's right. I am an, I am a warrior. I am unafraid. That's right. Christ is first. Let me represent him. It's so simple. We do it with our T-shirts, right? Yeah. We do, yeah. We do it with our patches on the gear behind you. Yep. So what's the difference? There is none. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so-
0: because one of the things with um, uh, was it Gold Squadron, uh, SEAL Team 6, they had the Crusader Cross, am I correct? Um, I, I believe that was your patch.
1: It was, yeah. So it, it's pretty near and dear to the heart. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so he was even telling you back then.
1: Yeah, and I wasn't listening. That's like, And that's, that's what I'm saying. So faithful. He is like in constant pursuit for that heart. He doesn't stop. And that is like, last night, my wife and I were watching uh, Father Stew with Mark Wahlberg. It's on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen it. No, no. I, I, just, like, I just like start crying. And she, my wife's like, what do you what It wasn't even a sad part. And I was like, God is so relentless at seeking our love. Like he is like, just shows us sign after sign. And we're usually too blind because of society and the devil to see all that he's doing. But I mean, a lot of it's purposeful because he doesn't uh, mess up, but it's like we finally it's like a training. We finally see it. Then we get to go back. and We see all this stuff like that was him. That was definitely him. Was that him? That was him. And you just see it all. And you're like, oh, my gosh, what a moron I am because you're human. But it's beautiful. Yeah. It, it, like in constant pursuit for you, even when you say there isn't one and you bad mouth them or whatever you do. He's more loyal than a dog and dogs are freaking loyal and i'm not comparing god to a dog but the loyalty piece i am because dogs yeah. are more loyal than humans
0: yep um i've, I've got two myself and uh um, yeah. sometimes i'd rather have their company than uh some of the humans i know amen brother <laughs> <laughs> we all would <laughs> um so um speaking of like uh giving advice and 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 talks and that i always ask uh, a couple of things that people interview is uh what advice would you give to uh, a veteran or service personnel that may be noticing um signs that, that we've talked about that may be showing that they've got a mental health issue at tbi or if uh, one of their loved ones is watching or listening to this podcast and they start seeing a change in people what would be your advice for them
1: I would definitely be open that line of communication in a tactful way. Don't be coming at someone and be like, dude, what's, what's fricking wrong with you? Like, why are you being like, like, Hey man, what's bothering you? Like what's going on? You want to talk about anything? And to be honest with you, the veteran is is probably going to be like, no, I'm good. Right. How many times have you said that? Yeah. All (laughs) the time. Right. Probably for a couple of years. I'm good. But just be persistent Uh, that this is more for like loved ones or friends. Be persistent in that and just let them know that you're always there. Check up on them. If something gets laid on your heart and you start thinking about them for no reason, send them a text. How you doing? We're just thinking about you. Hey, you want to go get some coffee? You want to go get some food? That is usually a great indicator because we've all had those times where we're like, why am I thinking about this person? I've yep. learned. I have learned that that right there is when you reach out. And like right then, not in five minutes. Not in an hour, not maybe next week, right then and there. Because a lot of the times they're like, that's so weird that you just reached out because this or because of that. We got to yeah. be obedient to that. We really do. Uh get chills, just talk about that because it's so true. Yeah. Um, as the veteran, put down your pride, push away the ego. You're not alone. It's okay. And allow your story and allow your feelings to help others once you get the help you need. Work on you and then help others. And that's what it really comes down to. But open those lines of communication. Open your mouth. Listen to podcasts. Read good books. Hang out with good people. Seek help. If that means going to see a counselor, if that means going to try new different therapies, go do it. Find out. Um. Just be proactive. Be proactive. It would be my the if I had to say one word, be proactive. Actually, that's two words. So if I'd say two words,
0: <laughs> two words proactive. Um. One of the things um the uh, other veterans have spoken about is um how well you're just saying that person needs to be proactive because a lot of veterans have told me that like the VA. Have not really been that helpful. Once you've left the armed forces, it almost feels like the the door closes and you are left to your own devices. Um, is, is that something that you would agree with?
1: I've heard both sides, good and bad. I, to be honest with you, I've heard more bad than good. I personally do not like dealing with government entities at all anymore like i'm kind of over it so i prefer prefer civilians uh people that aren't corrupt in the brain and are going to be working for you know they're getting paid the same amount no matter what it is so they'll do whatever they want um but i i would seek help where you can that is effective if you're working with a veteran if you're working with veterans affair and they're and they're working for you then why would you go somewhere else like you know like get it but at the same time, if they're like pushing drugs, 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 that's a red flag. You don't need more drugs all the time. Sometimes, honestly, all you need to do is you need some rest and change your diet and hang out with good people or or find your fate. I mean, that's really the truth of it all is you don't need drugs all the time. I'm not saying that, you, that drugs can't help. I'm not saying that at all. Talk to your medical person or whatever, uh, because I'm not a doctor. But a lot of times the stuff that you can, you know, as 30, a buddy that I used to work with that runs uh, Thirty Seconds Out is expect to self-rescue. Like, it's on yeah. you.
0: Hey, I've seen that it, on one of his It's
1: on you. You saw it all through COVID. It's on you. Yeah. It, 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 no one's coming for you, man. It's up to us. That's what it says. Like, no one's coming for us. It's up to us. Expect to self-rescue. And it's so true. And it's 100% right. No one, I I hate to say this, the powers to be up in a government level, they don't care about you. They'll pretend there's just too many of us. I mean, it's the truth. You got to worry about you and your family, your friends kind of start small and they'll work out bigger, right, than your community, than your city, than your state. Like, you got to get your house in order before you can help someone else's house, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. The rest
1: are just a freaking hypocrite. Exactly. Take care, take care of your own crap first. And I'm. gosh, I'm still working on crap still, but other areas I can help others. And that's what I try to do.
0: Yeah, that, that that's my intention with, with this with this podcast is, you know, to, to bring advice and help to perhaps people that may be listening or watching. And if I if it helps just one person. Amazing. Oh, yeah,
1: that could be Absolutely. a suicide. That exactly. could be a domestic violence, a murder, whatever it is. Kids growing up in a place they don't that they shouldn't be growing up in i mean it's 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 spiderwebs, man it just goes out
0: exactly uh one of the other questions i ask is what would be your advice to somebody who is uh leaving the armed forces about to become a veteran and what advice would you give them to creating a successful veteran startup
1: when you may that's a great question that is the one of the biggest stressors coming out. I'm sure you can agree right Well, that's right you don't reserve us, so never mind <laughs> it's a it's a tough time i I remember I thought my life was over um the the hand that I was living in that was protecting me forever was about to be pulled apart. And I was about to fall through into the depths of hell but um when you realize you're going to get out, if this is three years, two years, one year, six months, at that time, you decide you need to start making, you need to be proactive again in doing something that you like. Does that mean that you can just start a business and it's going to be su- successful right away? Absolutely not. But you can start it. You can do these baby steps to get to where you want it to go and let it grow over time. And then maybe you get a nine to five job to bring in that inco- income that you need. And this is a side business. Or maybe you're like, I'm going all in with this partner and some investors and I'm yeah. dumping all my, maybe that's what you do. I don't know. You know that answer as an individual, but do something. You got to do it. And if you're not happy where you are, doesn't mean you got to leave and find that passion. But I would seek that passion and start small. My unafraid started with a t-shirt. It started with a T-shirt because I was tired of people saying, I'm scared of this. I'm scared of this. Like, it's just, you just see it everywhere. It's like, dude, quit being, quit being a little B. Like, it's okay, man. Like, be yourself. Don't be afraid of this or what other people are going to say or afraid of your faith or afraid to go to the gym because you're overweight. People go to the gym because they are overweight. Like, that's the point of it. But people want to get to a certain point before they go. It makes no sense. Yeah. So it's just like "be be unafraid" covers so many things, but it started out as a t-shirt. Actually, it started as a tattoo on my arm because <laughs> it, because I loved it. I just loved the word. Like I'm, I'm like I'm, I love the word. So it really started out there, and then I'm like, you know what? I like this word a lot. Then I'll tattoo it, and now I'm going to get a t-shirt, and it just started from there. That's it. That's where it started. It wasn't like I'm going to start a brand and we're going to do. It, it had nothing yeah. to do with that. <laughs>
0: It just started as a T-shirt, bro. <laughs> that's a catchphrase in itself, isn't it? Yeah,
1: that's yeah. And I mean, and I'm okay with that, man.
0: Well, thank you very much for your time. It's been one hell of an honor being able to speak to you. Uh, thank you so much for an insight and all your advice you've given, because it it's, it's been an eye opening There's been light bulb moments, and uh, like you said, there's been some moments where. We've had some chills, but it's been yeah, yeah. absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much that's, indeed that's for your I?
1: I appreciate you having me on. And I got to tell you, dude, your setup for the podcast is spot on. I love it, man. It's awesome. It's good. Um, that's uh,
0: Robert O'Neill. Oh, oh, I know what that is. <laughs> I've seen that um, set up in person. It's, um, that's signed by him. Oh, that's awesome. That's
1: awesome, man. That's good stuff
0: so yeah I've been, we will, I've been we, will t-
1: we will talk about the red thing it's fine it's good That's cool uh, yeah. we'll it let it pass we'll red. let it pass we'll let the tribe go <laughs> no that's awesome that's a good uh good unit right there for sure
0: well thank you very much indeed and All uh right, brother enjoy the rest of your day
1: be safe man thank you